Welcome to this week's episode of It's Not That Deep. And today we're going to be discussing why it is we don't like change. Oh, this is one that I discuss with my clients all the time. Not necessarily why we don't like it, but the fact is that things change. (laughs) And we don't like it, I suppose, is a sort of um, a consequence of that. So, as always, let's kind of think, why is it then? Where does this all come from? So, one of the places I think it comes from is that is the way our brains have evolved. So brains like predictability. The way we make sense of our world is by pattern recognition of being able to link things causally. Um, It's a safety thing, isn't it, really? Absolutely. If we can recognise patterns, if we can make sense of what's going on, then that we're more likely to stay alive. Yeah, and if we can recognise what is food and the predictability of seasons and growth and decline and all of those things, you know, that, that it's... You're right, it's all about safety. And that's where that's where the brain's evolution kind of stops. Mm. <laughs> and because it stopped about 80,000 years ago or something. So, you know, it's, it's bonkers to really think the world we live in now, the rate of change. I mean, imagine you and I, we lived around you know, our little cave. Maybe there's 30 people in our tribe or something. And it was quite familiar and and the changes would be whether the saber-toothed tigers were coming tonight or not, or, you know, what food was available at a particular time of year. But if you look at the rate at which the world is changing... Yeah. I mean, we're, we're coming into this discussion, we were talking about technology and how quickly that's changing. And, and as women of a certain age, you know, we, we got in on technology to, to not be incompetent. Um but, you know, there is that sense that it's getting away from me a little bit as yeah. things become more um, complicated. Yeah, no, me too. Like no, me neither. <laughs> so, there, you know, I, I feel competent to a point and then things change. And, and the, you know, I, you're right, the, the older I get, the, more, the, the longer I think it takes me for that to become familiar. Mm. And I think that's, that's one of the things, isn't it, that... that that change means something becomes unfamiliar and that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think there's a fear. It's driven by fear as well, isn't it? This kind of not wanting anything to change, which again, uncomfortable. We're putting ourselves in discomfort when things aren't as they were yesterday. Um, and, And we were citing all these different examples about how things change at work, whether it's staff you had a lovely team and then somebody leaves and then someone else leaves and all of a sudden it's like a new team you're working with like, oh you know it doesn't feel the same as this team that were together for several years or something or new software gets brought in and all that stuff needs to be relearned and yeah. adapted to yeah um yeah and we're resistant to it massively massively resistant you know that 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 thing about managers just randomly coming up with a new protocol and you know the old one was fine and i don't want to change yeah. and there's a change curve that isn't there it's a bit like when people talk about different stages of grieving like yes. there's different stages of going through change and i had a boss who actually had it on his wall and if people came and moaned about something he'd say you are here and he'd point to like a particular place <laughs> it's actually really funny um, i'm not sure how helpful that no, is in the moment <laughs> 
wasn't very helpful at all. It would infuriate people. But I would chuckle. Um, not that I would you know, have this expertise, but I kind of I knew as the training manager, like I knew he was right that they would go through it and and come out the other side. Why? Because you don't have any choice. If the company says this is what's going to happen, um, no amount of wishing it doesn't or fighting against it tends to make a difference. And that's exactly the same in our day-to-day lives. Absolutely, right? yeah, yes. And and actually when we get to the other side and we feel competent again and we, you know, we, 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 we can now predict again using, you know, whatever. What, exactly, exactly. And And then it's like sort of, oh, well, moving on. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and also that sense of, I don't know why I made such a big no. fuss about it, because sometimes change is for the better. Yes. Um, it's, it feels scary to move from comfort. I think that's the biggest issue, isn't it? So, yeah. so I'm laughing because my cat has just come in, um, looked completely horrified to see you, and um, is yeah. Are you still here, she's thinking. <laughs> she doesn't like change. She really doesn't like change. She liked it when it was just you, and now it's me. Oh my gosh, you're so brave today, Maudie. <laughs> it's okay, I'm a nice person, I like cats. Um, although I don't think you'd like mine. Yes, so so it's interesting, isn't it? Because I'm sure animals are the same. Mm. Have you had that situation where you've changed things around in the garden or whatever and they're like looking horrified that you've ruined the place they've been sleeping for the last week or something absolutely yes yeah yeah (laughs) she's very much like that and whilst I whilst I often think I need to be more moored I'm not in those moments there's lots that cats have to teach us but maybe not about that predictability that need for predictability that's really true and and we were joking about uh, uh, those of you um, listening that have worked with me will know that I have finding out wrongly referenced the King Canute story about how he tried to stop the waves, which is you know the the um, misrepresented version. Yes. Um, when in actual fact, come on, tell us, Adrian. So, so he was trying to demonstrate to his courtiers that he didn't have control over everything, and by extension, none of us does that he, as the king, could not control the waves. There were things that were beyond what he had what he had control over. And and yeah, it's one of those things as a as a fully paid up member of the pedant society. I uh, it's one of those things that that makes me kind of cross well, it's uh, when, nice. when people misuse it. Yeah, it's good to have this as an educational uh, podcast. You know, like people to learn something. And I use that analogy up until now incorrectly, well do correctly from now on. About things where they don't go to plan, mm. you know, that, that they're outside our control or whatever. Like, that, because of sitting in a traffic jam or something, getting ourselves all het up about it, it doesn't change that. Yes, it was an unexpected event. You know, we didn't want it to be that way. We saw on Google Maps the motorway was clear and then all of a sudden there's an accident or something and now we're stuck. And it goes against what we... That comfort around... Um, that feeling of things being a way we want them to be that we're happy with but we are coming up against changed constant change constantly aren't yes. we this idea of new normal that came about all the time it was spoken about in covid um i work at the nightingale cancer support center and we always there's a lot of talk there about adjusting to the new normal um as if the these we've never had to do it before Mm. and i really like to get people to realize how often they've had to deal with the new normal every time they change school moved house change relationship like these are big 
it, life events, let alone the little stuff that changes on a day-to-day basis. Yes. And we've got through it. You know, some of that stuff has been challenging and difficult, um, you know, especially around losing jobs or partners or relationships or, or, and getting ill. Um, and somehow we've, we've, we've had it in us. We have the capacity yeah. to tolerate that discomfort of change. Yeah. And yet every time we're faced with a new one, it's almost like a surprise. Like, oh, this didn't go according to plan. This wasn't what I expected or wanted. Um, and mm-hmm. it's actually really useful to kind of zoom out and think, I have dealt with change millions of times. It probably is, like, in the tens of thousands of times. Well, it is the only certainty, isn't it, that things change. We, we, we grow up, and every day is different, you know, that, that actually being able to see that we tolerate and sometimes embrace change can help with those bigger ones, I think. Yeah, and and noticing that we're doing it. Yeah. You know, I know I always come back to awareness, but it is the key to mm. all of this stuff, isn't it? To be yeah. aware of how am I being in relation to this news that something's changing or or an event that's not what I was expecting um, yeah. that happens. Because if we can catch the discomfort, it's not that the discomfort won't be there, because going back to the first point, we like things to be safe and predictable, and that's where we're most comfortable. But this acceptance of the fact that actually we can't, we're not always going to be comfortable because it's not always going to be safe, no. and that everything is impermanent. Um, yeah. I, I was joking that every seven to ten years we are a completely new person because all of our cells regenerate so you know even that our bodies are constantly changing and that's that's can be quite difficult changes to, to deal with yes so spotting the aversion to it you know um, and, and it works both ends of the scale I think we when things are horrible we're desperate for them to change and when things are lovely, we're desperate for them not to change. Yeah. Um, but if we linger in those two places too much, that's the biggest cause of our unhappiness as human beings. I don't want this to be like this. Or I really want it to stay like this. And it's not. We're not just enjoying the nice thing. We're like desperately thinking about the fact that we know it will end. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important. And also that acceptance of the discomfort you know, can allow us to to notice what else we're feeling. Mm. Because if what if all we focus on is that need either for change or for it not to change, then that's all we can see. And you know, I talk about this smorgasbord of feelings, right? So along with that discomfort, what else is there? Well is there I mean, is there a sense of all possibilities or of excitement or, you know, that th- there may be positive things going on as well that we can foreground and if we can foreground those feelings then that discomfort stops being so overwhelming yeah and we practice on the small stuff yes practice on the small stuff um i'm going to quote john cabot's in a couple of times in this podcast i can feel it but we always talk about you can't weave your parachute as you're falling out the plane right that's a him statement so that we have to kind of weave it on just being aware of the little niggles, the traffic yes. jams, the queues, when people didn't turn up when they said they were going to, you know, all of that stuff where it doesn't go according to plan. Yes. Catching how we are in relation to those moments and actually recognising that getting myself in a tiz about this is not helpful. You know, no amount of me wishing this person had turned up on time is going to magically, uh, you know, port them into my room. Um 
because when the bigger stuff does come along, if we've woven our parachute and we can recognise how it feels to have that discomfort, then we might not go straight into catastrophizing mode, which takes us off somewhere completely different and, yeah. and, and into emotional overwhelm. Right, yeah. with the big things we have to adapt to and change to. So uh, an example, I'm thinking back to work again, making people redundant is horrific, you know, because you see people crumple and they think it's the worst thing that's happened to them and maybe it feels like a, 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 this awful thing, especially when they've been with a company for a very long time. But I would say at least, I don't know, 99 times out of 100, you'd speak to someone six months later and they would say best thing that ever happened or it gave me the opportunity to do this or that or because but actually in that moment as we're dealing with difficulty um, we can get caught up in 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 just the negative side of it not yeah. the possibilities now yeah. that's not the same for all changes of course but you know with 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 some of these things there might be mm benefit or positivity to come from it. yeah and learning that resilience I think then can help in the big ones where you really can't see a, a positive mm. right so my my office is full of clients who have had a bereavement or have lost something really major and and of course there's not a silver lining in those situations of yeah. course there isn't and and there's this massive change that they don't want, that they never signed up for, mm. has happened. Yeah. And no amount of wishing can make that not true. And so accepting it and, and trying to work out how they carry on with that loss is is the work. Yeah. And Yeah, I read another quote. There's something that was like healing is actually acceptance. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't yeah. remember who to attribute that to, but it really stuck a chord with me mm. that actually all the things that are difficult in our lives, the more we can get out of wishing they were different when... And it's back to this serenity prayer thing, isn't yeah. it? You know, there's things we can affect change and we want to. And, and, and if we can, then we should. But there are also things that we have to accept that we just can't change. Yeah. And when we're desperately wanting to change the things that we can't, that's when we get stuck. That's when it becomes overwhelming and too difficult. And that's when acceptance is needed to be cultivated. Yeah. And it's not a quick fix, is it? It's, it takes it's, time it's and really processing. Not. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there are there are all sorts of kind of myths about how long that should take and that you get over the you, you don't ever get over one of those major mm. losses, you know. One of the one of the analogies is it's like putting on a rucksack full of rocks and it feels like you can't you can't lift it, you can't move. And over time, the rocks don't go away. But you're, you realise that you're managing with it. Yeah. But you, you're still carrying that you're with you. getting stronger to yeah. be able to carry it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, 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 for, some, for some people, that, I think that image can be really, really helpful mm. because, because, the, because you can't change it. You can't, yeah. you can't, that person can't come back. It's this inner capacity to bear yes. what seems unbearable. Yes. Um, and although it, it, it's 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 not comparable, it, it is to a certain extent. Is that all the little changes we couldn't bear, 
you know, they all weave the parachute for the bigger stuff, which is inevitable, you know, and I know you and I have spoken quite a lot about um, the fact that that bereavement is something people don't want to think about, or their own, their own passing, you know, it's not a comfortable um, discussion that people want to have. But actually knowing that the more okay we can be with the things that aren't okay, all do help us to have the capacity to bear the difficulty. It doesn't make it any less difficult. No. But the way in which we manage it and support ourselves through it, I think, um, is what can be cultivated and developed, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 that acceptance is also of that it's painful and that it hurts and that we you know that that we are we are reminded of that person and that's upsetting you know that that part of part of what goes on for people is they want to push that away and we we can't you know it it being painful is okay yeah and it and perfectly normal and proportionate and exactly what any other human would feel too yes so it's not about getting rid are suppressing and and of course all the things we do when we're faced with discomfort is to try and kind of avoid or numb or get angry about or you know all this resistance stuff yeah and actually going okay instead of resisting what might it be like to sit with yes to allow yeah to accept and to be, be sad to, yeah. to be with my sadness yeah. and you know and and equally to enjoy those moments where it where it's not as present and that that's okay too mm. you know and that and that some days yeah you know you're going to just draw the curtains and lie on the sofa and sob and that's all right and that's okay yeah exactly and this other quote is springing to mind from John Kabat-Zinn which is related to the commute thing which is you can't stop the waves of change you know I'm assuming he's he is talking about change. He's talking about things that happen. Can't stop the waves, but we can learn how to surf. Yes, you know, that's kind of what we assist people with, isn't yeah. it? It's our work. It's how we help people to navigate this challenging thing called life. And often we navigate it by not trying to navigate. So I will talk to clients about you. If you imagine you're on a boat in a storm you can't steer out of it you're surrounded by storm so all you can do is go with it mm. and you will find exactly it will pass and you will find places of calm and then it might you might go back into the storm but but it, the, but the, the riding it out the allowing it yeah. is so powerful yeah Gosh, it took a different turn from how I thought this conversation was going to go, but I think it's so important. And I think that from the little stuff right through to the big stuff, Mm. if we can accept the impermanence of everything, our lives have more ease. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I'm all about that, as, as are you, this idea that we can develop more ease in our lives if we're permanently trying to struggle against the things that are impossible to struggle against resistance to change is futile right so if we can let go of um wanting things to not change when it's inevitable that they will um we we bring more sort of joy to life to this moment instead of thinking when will this end you know actually 
I love that sort of battening down the hatches and going, okay, if I can just allow it to be as it is, just for now. Yeah. How might that be? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else to add in kind of how... It's, it's a, I think people have to do the work. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's hard work. It is hard to accept that things are changing yeah. because what we want to do is fight. And, and, and part of that, I think, is about, is about feeling that things are predictable, that we have agency, that we have control. And, and stepping back to what is it I have control over, mm. actually, how I respond to this, yeah. how I am in this moment that's yeah. maybe all I have control over and it's liberating absolutely can that be enough yeah yeah, yeah. and I love to kind of give takeaways and perhaps in this one the takeaway is that we need to do the work you yeah know, we need to recognize it um too too difficult to do in a 20 odd minute podcast unfortunately but we'll touch on it again I'm sure Oh, absolutely! I think um, it's something that 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 we work on so often yeah. that it that it it's it's ever present, you know. That and actually the the thing, the thing that the that that flows through a lot of these podcasts is all I have control over. Often yeah. is how I respond to a situation yeah. and how I learn to be okay with that. That's the work. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to It's Not That Deep with Adrienne Kirk and Lucy Woods. If you've enjoyed listening, then why not subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes? Music.